The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Christ. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven is compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field, but while everyone was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in the field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house and his disciples approached him saying, explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. Jesus answered, the one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and evildoers, and they will be thrown into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Thanks to you, Lord Christ. During this pandemic, where have you found sacred space? That's the question that a small group leader asked on Tuesday in yet another online class. And my first response was, nowhere. Everything's chaotic. Our home is full of people and pets, and I can't worship at church anymore. And that's the big one. Because Sunday morning worship at Holy Trinity is not only sacred, it's my happy place. But their answers surprised me because the places named were unexpected. One person said his office had become a sacred to him now, a quiet place to get away and rest, even though he's working. Another one said her front stoop has become holy ground, where she sits regularly to greet her neighbors. And prior to the pandemic, she had never sat outside just to rest and commune with others. And my friend told me that he realized recently that his therapist's office is sacred. Sure, he's able to meet online to get the support that he needs, but he misses the sacred space, a place set apart both physically and emotionally to tend and care for himself. In today's reading from Genesis, we re revisit Jacob, who has just stolen the birthright from his brother. Jacob tricked his blind father into thinking that he was his older brother, Esau. So Jacob got the blessing of the firstborn instead of his brother. 
His brother is M-A-D. So Jacob, like his, with his mother's help, left their home and headed toward Haran, the birthplace of his grandfather Abraham. And when he stopped to rest for the night, God met Jacob in a dream. And when he woke from sleep, Jacob said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. In the part of the story that we read today, Jacob is alone and running away from his past and uncertain about his future. And it is here, in Jacob's most vulnerable moment, that God speaks to Jacob for the first time, saying, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. Now the word Lord, Yahweh, is a new name for God given to Jacob in this dream. And the Lord goes on to give Jacob the promise that Jacob had already received from his father Isaac, the promise that was first given to Abraham, a promise of land and offspring and blessing. But then God goes on to promise Jacob even more. Know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. This new promise is not tied to space, but is rooted in relationship. Now, thanks to a popular folk song, I always thought that this dream was about Jacob climbing Jacob's ladder, trying to get closer to God. But no, God comes to Jacob, stands right there by Jacob's side and says, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. Immediately when Jacob wakes up, he knows that the Lord is with him in this unexpected place of rest. Not only in the temple, not only in the land promised to Abraham, but right here in this space where he rested his head on a rock. Jacob took that rock, poured oil over it, and marked it as holy, and called the place Bethel, which means the house of God. Jacob's heart was opened in a dream to see God in that unexpected place. Yet God was with him all along, and he didn't even know it. How awesome is that? God meets us in unexpected places too, even if we don't recognize the presence of the Holy One among us sometimes. Some unexpected and sacred places that I've noticed the presence of God recently include my, my morning walks that have become sacred space and time for me, especially when I see God's love through my neighbors who are wearing masks and keeping their distance. I've seen it this past week at the bedside of someone who is hospitalized and alone, afraid for their future and holding pain from their past. I experienced sacredness in their story shared with this trusted chaplain. And I've also experienced sacredness or sacred place and time at my son's baseball games. Even though they're in a frustrated, they're currently like in this frustrating losing streak, I look forward to the sacred ritual of watching a game in the sun, seeing young men play and laugh together with parents who never give up hope and are always cheering them on. 
The Holy One is with us wherever we go. If only we'd open our eyes to see and hear God's blessing in the most unexpected places and parts of our lives. Sometimes it's just too hard to recognize God's presence among us or to recognize ourselves as holy and beloved by God. Like Jacob, we run from our past and worry about our future. So one place that I've been going to recently to remind myself of God's love and blessing isn't a place at all. It's a podcast. In April, a pastor named Nadia started a podcast called The Confessional. And during this sacred time, she listens to people's stories. Now, at the beginning of each podcast, she says, I'm Nadia Boltzweber, and you stepped into the confessional. It's like a car wash for your shame and secrets. Today, I talk to someone who, and each week it's someone different. Someone who tried to ignore her truth, but despite her best efforts, it showed up in her life in surprising and harmful ways. Someone who had a God hates fag sign put in her hand when she was just five years old. Her family is known internationally for saying hateful things to people. She's come to a new understanding of God and life through someone else's compassion toward her on Twitter. Someone who ran away at 13, got arrested, hurt everyone they loved, and yet whose story unfolded in beautiful and surprising ways. After each person shares their story filled with pain and searching for their own sacred places in life, Nadia gives them a blessing. And it is this part of the podcast that is most meaningful to me as a listener. Because I always identify in some way with each person's story and the yearning to be seen and known and loved. Nadia takes their story and writes a unique blessing for them. And as she speaks, it's as if God herself is saying, I see you, all of you, and I love you anyway. I have never left your side. Know that I am with you always, and will, know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go, is the blessing spoken to Jacob. Even though he, he was someone who tricked his own father, someone who was on the run fearing for his own life, someone who likely worried about his future. Jacob receives a never-ending promise from God saying, I see you, all of you, and I love you anyway. I have never left your side. So now, dear listeners, I invite you to receive this blessing. Child of God, you are seen, known, and loved by the God of Abraham and Sarah, the God of Isaac and Rebecca, the God of Jacob, Leah, and Rachel, the God who promised them land and offspring and blessing blesses you with life and love. The Lord stands right beside you during all of life's ups and downs. God sees you 
who are seeking your own spouse, as Jacob did. God sees you whose physical or mental health is off balance and longing for healing. God sees you who are afraid, lonely, angry, or hopeless. God knows your greatest joys and deepest pains and loves you anyway. Receive this promise like Jacob did from the Holy One who is with you in your dreams and in your journey into an unknown future. May you find sacred places and times to rest in God's presence, even in the most unexpected and surprising times. Amen. <laughs>